This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022, here we got a string of nice days, nice and cool this morning, except for the skunk smell that uh, creeped into the house this morning. But we got blue skies today, lots of sunshine, getting into the fall, take a little walk in the woods this morning. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. These are your top five headlines for this Wednesday morning. Let's start off with uh, headline number five. Yolo County, 70% of suspects released on zero bail reoffend. If criminals do not pay for their actions, they will repeat them. Fox News, a California district attorney has found that more than 70% of criminal suspects released on zero bail between 2020 and 2021 in his county committed new crimes. The California Judicial Council in April of 2020 implemented the statewide emergency bail schedule or $0 bail, which supporters say makes the criminal justice system more fair for those who cannot afford to get released. Dennis Prager. These people got the message that violence is fine. They got the message in another way from the Democratic Party. Because if you steal under $950, you essentially are not prosecuted. That is the message that went out, that violence is okay. Yeah, well, uh, duh. Anybody knows if you have a child, if you don't reprimand them or discipline them, then they're going to continue to act in an unfavorable way. So the fact that uh, criminals are not prosecuted for stealing or committing any type of crime, of course they're going to go out and reoffend. Why wouldn't they? So this whole idea of $0 bail is the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard. It's got to be promoted by a bunch of useful idiots, or either that or they're backed by George Soros. It's an intentional idea that is designed to break down our society and bring it to a state of confusion and instability. So we have to look at this for what it is. It's really um, not a common sense idea. It's not a common sense way in which you run a county. So I hope the American people can wake up and elect these people out of office because we really have no business with zero bond for criminals. All right, headline number four. Joe Biden expected to make student loan forgiveness decision Wednesday. CNBC, President Joe Biden could make his announcement on student loan forgiveness as soon as Wednesday. Five sources with knowledge of the matter told NBC News. Administration officials repeatedly said the decision would come before the end of August when monthly loan payments are scheduled to resume after being paused for over two years as part of a pandemic-era relief policy. The country's outstanding student loan debt balance exceeds $1.7 trillion, with 40 million Americans in debt for their education. Bethany Mandel, 
Do I get a refund for the payments I made on time and in full? From the Washington Times, the Penn Wharton budget model found that forgiving $10,000 of student debt per borrower for families with incomes of up to $125,000 annually, a plan Mr. Biden could authorize as soon as this week, would cost the federal government $329.7 billion in lost revenues over 10 years. So again, forgiving loan debt, giving away goodies is not a good idea. Number one, somebody's going to have to pay for it. Nothing is for free. And I think you're going to have a lot of ticked off people that paid their loans in full and on time that did not receive any forgiveness for their efforts. Again, when you take away people's responsibility, you create a vacuum of people that are responsible and they rely upon government. And you wonder if that's not in its design to make more and more people dependent on government. It's not something that Joe Biden should be entertaining. Number one, we're already deep, deep into debt. And the fact that they just keep piling on more and more debt, you really have to ask yourself, is this designed to crash the economy? Is this designed to bring us to our knees? I don't know, but it sure is pretty crazy that these politicians think that we have an unlimited supply of money and that we can just continue to print money and not have any consequences. So elections have consequences and the midterms are right around the corner. I hope you get a picture of where you need to put your vote. All right, headline number three, Florida Republicans, DeSantis Rubio, look ahead to November. NBC Representative Charlie Crist cruised to primary victory over Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Fried Tuesday night in Florida, but heading into Election Day, few Democratic insiders and political observers gave either Crist or Fried much of a chance in November, citing every recent public poll showing DeSantis leading Crist. As DeSantis's historic $140 million re-election war chest grows by the day, national Democrats have signaled that they won't invest in Florida as heavily as in the past. From Town Hall, Representative Val Demings won the Florida Democratic primary on Tuesday night to challenge Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican, come the fast-approaching November midterm elections. So Ron DeSantis is a juggernaut. He is... um, very well liked in his state. He's done great things for the state of Florida. And he's also a national contender for president in 2024. So uh, this is good news. Uh, That's not surprising. Charlie Crist was a Republican, now running as a Democrat. So that tells you everything you know about uh, Charlie Crist. And uh, I believe uh, Ron DeSantis will cruise to victory and uh, we may see him running for president in 2024, and that's a good thing. All right, headline number two. Liz Cheney works with Koch Network, Trump consultants, and possible presidential campaign. CNBC, Republican Representative Liz Cheney has amassed a group of political consultants with ties to former President Donald Trump and the expansive Koch Network as she mauls a run for the White House after losing in the GOP primary for her Wyoming House seat. Cheney's role as vice chair of the committee investigating Trump actions in the January 6th 
attack on U.S. Capitol has cost the third highest ranking Republican in the U.S. House her standing in the GOP and her seat in Congress. She lost the Republican nomination in a landslide race last week to one of Trump's picks, Wyoming lawyer Harriet Hageman. PJ Media. Cheney's only role if she runs for president will be as a spoiler to keep Trump from winning. Cheney is now setting herself up to sabotage the Republican Party just as the party is under maximum assault from radical partisans in the Democratic Party. Interactive polls. 2024 presidential general election. Republican Donald Trump, 40% plus 8. Joe Biden, 32%. Liz Cheney, independent, 11%. Liz Cheney has gone from a very well-liked member of her party to a very evil woman. Her deceit for Donald Trump and the GOP is just inconscionable. She is just um, gone off the rails. Her resentment and her vitriol for Donald Trump is is just uh, not where she needs to be if she thinks she's going to run for uh, president in 2024, except for, you know, to destroy the Republican Party. Her feud with the Trumps, the Cheney-Trump feud, is really what's driving this. And it's just self-interest. It's just her own ego. It's just her own righteousness that's misdirected. And Liz Cheney just needs to drift off into her private life and stay out of politics because nobody really likes her, and she's just going to make a mess out of a very important midterm and a 2024 election. All right, headline number one. Twitter whistleblower reveals irresponsible cybersecurity policies, some related to Musk's acquisition. Washington Post, Twitter executives deceive federal regulators and the company's own board of directors about extreme egregious deficiencies in its defenses against hackers, as well as its meager efforts to fight spam, according to an explosive whistleblower complaint from its former security chief. The complaint from former head of security Peter Zotko, a widely admired hacker known as Mudge, depicts Twitter as a chaotic and rudderless company beset by infighting, unable to properly protect its 238 million daily users, including government agencies, heads of state, and other influential public figures. CNN. Zatko further, further alleges that Twitter's leadership has misled its own board and government regulators about its security vulnerabilities, including some that could allegedly open the door to foreign spying or manipulation, hacking, and disinformation campaigns. The whistleblower also alleges Twitter does not reliably delete users' data after they cancel their accounts, in some cases because the company has lost track of the information and that it has misled regulators about whether it deletes the data as it is required to do. The whistleblower also says Twitter executives don't have the resources to fully understand the true number of bots on the platform and were not motivated to. Bots have recently become central to Elon Musk's attempts to back out of a $44 billion deal to buy the company, although Twitter denies Musk's claims. So these whistleblowers are very important because they reveal what's really going on behind the scenes. And I've always thought, and I think many other people have always thought, that there's a lot of bots and misinformation going on. 
And it's very easy for somebody that's familiar with AI, artificial intelligence, and how to manipulate social media using bots is very dangerous because it gives you the impression that certain things are happening maybe in political dialogue that aren't really happening because it's a bunch of bots giving the impression that a lot of people are on the same page and agree on certain ideas when in fact they don't. This, is pro- this can be used as propaganda. This can be used to, to subvert a nation. And the fact that Twitter uh, has these bots and cannot even present a reason why they don't just tells you that it's a very dangerous platform. Social media needs to be regulated now. It needs to be broken up into smaller groups. And we need to be able to contain them with their censorship and the use of uh, propaganda from foreign adversaries. Elon Musk has the right to deny his bid and take it off the table because Twitter has been nothing but a shell of a fake social media platform. And now we can see, as the whistleblower has come forward and shared his inside information. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, August the 24th. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and God bless you. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 